Hello and welcome to this edition of the Prep Zone podcast, sponsored by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering Greater Omaha for over 70 years. We are joined this week by Omaha South grad, Iowa Hawk, former Iowa Hawkeye and Denver Bronco, Noah Fance. Noah, how are we doing today? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, you know, um, all things considered, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so first question I have for you is uh, a year ago, obviously this past weekend, you were drafted in the first round. Um, take me back to that night real quick on just kind of what that felt like as a first round draft pick. You know, not very many people in the world can say that. Um, mm. What was that night like for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was a it was a wild night. Um, a lot of things going on at once. But then once I got my name called, it was like a surreal moment, and you know, it was a great feeling. So um, it was it was a lot of fun, though. I had a good time out there. What? Uh, how much different would it have been for you? You know, if if it was this year where you just kind of weren't able to do the red carpet thing and the green room thing, and you're just kind of sitting at home. I know, you know, watching that, how much was that kind of different um, for you or would that have been different from you if you were just home? Yeah, no, I think it would have been a little bit different. Um, I, I always say like the main, the biggest, the biggest part for me when I was there was getting able to walk across the stage. Like that's, you know, every guy's dream um, that's, you know, been playing football for so long. So um, I think that was the bit, that would be the biggest thing. But as far as like getting to celebrate with your family and things like that, um, you know, you still get to have that moment. So obviously it's not as good as being able to go to the draft, but um, at least we were still able to, you know, have a kind of a supplemental thing for the guys this year. So what, what was your, do you remember what the conversation was with the commissioner at that time? Do you remember kind of, I know it was probably quick. Hello, congratulations, something like that. Do you remember yeah. specific words? Yeah. You know, he, he just told me that, you know, he, uh, like you said, congratulations, um, you know, he thought I had a bright, a bright future and that he was excited for me. And, um, then, you know, then we took our, took the picture with the Jersey. So after that, um, after that picture on the stage, you're swept away, you're probably doing a bunch of media stuff, right? Like, was that kind of hectic? Yeah. So after I got drafted, I was doing media for like a good two hours after that. Like, so they take you backstage and it's just like, you have to go from booth to booth to booth. Like it's like a, a whole bunch of media that you have to do. Um, and then I got done doing that. And then the very next day, the Broncos flew me out to do media with the Broncos media. So it was a lot of media within that 12 hour span. So what was your first, um, did you, well, first of all, I guess, did you think that Denver were, were they talking to you before the draft? Did you think that, that they really liked you and, and you had a chance to go there? Yeah, no, I th- I I knew going. Uh, I took a um, a visit out to Denver um, beforehand, a top thirty visit, and I knew that they were definitely very interested in me. I didn't know if it was going to be at ten or you know if they were talking in trade, trading down or whatever. Um, them and I knew Minnesota was really interested in me also. So um, I knew it was those two. And then once Denver traded down, I knew basically I was going to go somewhere between uh 18 and 21 in that span so um and that's how it worked it worked out to be um you know that, you know Denver was one of my top choices so I was super happy with it 
your first year, obviously you had some success, um, but, you know, team sort of not necessarily rebuilding, but, you know, changed quarterbacks in the middle of the year. Um, reflect, I guess, real quick on, on your first, you know, your rookie season in the, in the NFL. Yeah, I think, you know, I had a lot of fun. Um, there was a lot of ups and downs. Um, uh, like you said, I played with three different quarterbacks during the season. So, um, you know, it was kind of different in that aspect where I didn't have the same experiences as a lot of a lot of other rookies do because there wasn't any fluidity or um, like consistency because we you kind of we kind of went through three different quarterbacks. So um, once we got into a groove with Drew at the end of there at the end of the season, um, things, you know, were going well and, uh, you know, looking to build off that this next season. Speaking of build off that, um, how much did you pay attention to the draft? I mean, got some got some weapons to go with Noah Fant there as yeah. receivers and tight ends, I guess. Mm, yeah, I think we did a great job, you know, um, especially, you know, with the receivers. We needed receiver help really bad. Um, but uh, I think, you know, getting Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler are, are going to be big pieces for us. And um, I think that'll go good. And, you know, um, I think that's the biggest thing from our, you know, GM-wise, you know, that we he wanted to score more points. And I think that we're going to be able to do that, um, you know, having those players helping out. What do you see in, in Drew Locke, the, you know, presumptive, I guess, starter quarterback for you guys? What do, what do you like about him and how's your relationship with him? Yeah, I, I like Drew a lot. I think he's uh, – well, I like most about him on the field. I think that he is a uh, – you know, he's not afraid to take risks on the field. He's not afraid to – you know, maybe take a, a long ball over a short ball or try to squeeze it into a window and things like that, which make for electric plays and makes for an exciting and dynamic offense. So uh, I think that's the coolest thing about Drew um, playing with him wise. And off the field, he's a great dude too. just, um, you know, obviously cares about the team and, you know, he's a good dude to hang around. So uh, I love I love him and our team loves him there in Denver. So I think he's going to do great things for us. What's the maybe one thing you learned the most um, or, or the biggest, I guess, transition point from college to the NFL, what's, what's maybe that, that one thing that you're like, man, I wish I would have known that. Yeah. I mean, I would say just like how, how much more important the details are in the NFL, the small details, um, in college you can pass by because you're not playing against top echelon talent every single week, every single play. But once you get into the NFL, you know, obviously those teams are investing money in those guys to be top of the line and, um, you know, be very good players. So um, I think that was the biggest thing, the biggest and the biggest misconception going into the NFL is that, you know, the little details are the things that really matter the most. So um, that's definitely something that I learned over the course of the season. Okay, so a little fun here. Um, who is your – the the favorite teammate that you've ever played with? Professionally, college, high school. Oh. Um, Not the most talented. You're, you're the favorite one. Yeah, out of all of them together or one of each? Oh, uh, well, however you want to do it. Okay. Um, I would say all together. Uh, my college roommate, uh, his name's Josh Jackson. He was the, he's with the Packers now. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say he was probably my favorite teammate to uh, play with. Um, just because me, you know, me and him were roommates, we were always, you know, messing around, cracking jokes with each other, and he was super fun to play with. And um, my, I think that was my sophomore year. Um, he he just went off that year, so it was a lot of fun to 
you know, both of us to be doing good and, you know, kind of share that experience. So I would say he was, he was my favorite teammate. Do you, do you still talk, I guess, how many guys do you still talk to from South? I know you, you know, you're still friends with some guys, but how often mm-hmm. do you talk with them or, you know, how much conversation do you have with them? Yeah, I talk quite a bit to uh, Monte McGarry and Jalen Tate still. Uh, those are my best friends growing up, like through childhood too. So um, I still keep in touch with them quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I still talk to a couple of other guys I play basketball with and football with. So I try to keep in touch with guys throughout, uh, you know, over time. So. Um, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, or Instagram? Oh, it would have to be Instagram and then TikTok. Okay. I like no, I'm no. A, TikTok's growing on me. TikTok's growing <laughs> on me. <laughs> no Snapchat, right? Not not right. a big Snapchat fan. I mean, anything you could do on Snapchat, you could do on Instagram, so. Right. Now, um, what's what have you been doing? Um, you know, you're back in Omaha, right? Mm-hmm. How long have you been back in Omaha? Uh, I've been here for like a week and a half. Um, just kind of using this time to obviously work out and, um, you know, see family and my brothers, my brother's kids, my nieces and nephews and stuff. Um, take advantage of that time that I don't get in the, during the season. So. And then how much are you working out? I mean, is that, is it hard? Cause I mean, finding a place to go, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, I would say it's hard because finding a place to go and then also hard just because, you know, you're, it's all self-motivating, you know, working out by yourself, trying to keep your social distance, things like that, which is such a different dynamic from working out with all your teammates. So it's all, you know, self-led and um, having to, you know, self-motivate. So um, it definitely makes it a little bit more difficult, but, you know, I try to stay on top of it and, you know, try to just be ready for when the season comes around because, the season's going to come around before we know it, and we have to be ready for it. So, and then you um, you worked out. I think it was last week with uh, Thomas Fedoni, a couple handful of other guys, maybe uh, mm-hmm. that are more locally known, if you will. What's one thing that you kind of are trying to maybe teach or instill in those kind of younger high school recruits, or I guess college kids too? Um, now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was yeah, I worked with a couple. I worked with Thomas, obviously, um, and the tight end from Bell West was there also. Um, and we were, I mean, I was just kind of you know running routes with them, catching catching footballs, and just kind of giving them advice about the recruiting process and how to navigate through those things, and just kind of taking full advantages of you know getting to know the coaches, getting to know the schools, and uh, you know just making the best decision for them. Obviously, um, I'm a Iowa alum, but um, you know, obviously with those guys, I want them to make the best decisions for themselves and their families. So um, just doing that and obviously giving them any tips I can with route running and things like that, which was, which was cool and pretty fun to do just because seeing, you know, them coming up and me remembering um, what, I, what it was like for me during those times. So uh, it was definitely something that was pretty cool. How much black and gold do you have, like, in your wardrobe? Um, not, as, not as much as I had before. Um, it's all predominantly blue and orange now because of the Broncos, but um, I still do have some some Hawkeye stuff in the closet. So, uh, uh, what about red and white? The, I mean, I think I have one Nebraska shirt in my closet, uh, just because my dad gave it to me as a joke one uh, one uh, one day. 
and which was pretty funny. But um, my dad was definitely, you know, grew up a Nebraska fan. So, um, but once I went to Iowa, he became, you know, a heavy Iowa fan. So. I was going for the Omaha South Packers uh, red, white, and black. Not the oh, Omaha. okay. <laughs> okay. I got you. <laughs> um, speaking of that, I guess I, I, I just want to touch on it because whatever. Um, how tough was that decision? Uh, you know, it came down to basically right Nebraska and Iowa. Is that, is that right? And how tough yeah. was that for you? Yeah, I, I, it was really tough. You know, obviously – um, being a hometown kid and knowing about Memorial Stadium and knowing about the, you know, the Huskers tradition and things like that was tough. But um, at the end of the day, for me, it was, I wouldn't say a, technically a business decision, but I wanted to go somewhere where I was developed as a tight end and knew that they had a long line of uh, tight ends that they've developed. And uh, I feel like Iowa did a really good job of that. Um, but it was one of those things that, you know, it wasn't about it wasn't about the school. It was about my position specifically and how they could develop me. So if Nebraska would have had that a line of tight ends and they were, had done a good job of developing them, then that would have been the place I would have chosen to go to school. But um, you know, it worked out the way it did, and it worked out well for me. And um, you know, just enjoyed that. Um, you know, obviously enjoyed that uh, span of time in college. So you you have a really big dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the dog. Yeah, so I have a – it's called a Leonberger. The breed's called Leonberger. His name's Champ. Um, so I got him probably a month after rookie minicamp of last year, um, just knowing that I wanted a dog when I moved out to Denver and things like that. So um, he's about a year old now, um, doing well. He's super big. He's about 120 pounds um, and go, still going to keep getting bigger. So. Uh, yeah, he's, he's doing well though. He's doing well. How, how the whole, like, I mean, I'm sure you didn't necessarily do it, but how, how the whole, like, you know, potty training stuff worked for you? You know, it went, it went good actually. Um, I potty trained them up to when we went into fall, uh, training camp and then my parents watched them for those, those two, three weeks. And then he came back out with me after that. So there was definitely some waking up in the middle of the night with accidents in his kennel, but um, you know, he, he did a good job and he wasn't super hard to train. So, uh, it went smooth. Okay. Last couple here, maybe what is, uh, what are you looking forward to most in 2020? You know, you have the, the year under your belt, obviously some changes, you know, on the roster in Denver. What do you, what are you looking forward to the most? Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking forward to year two, as far as like getting in the new offense with coach Shermer, we got a new offensive coordinator. Um, I think his offense is really, it's a really cool offense. Um, very tight end friendly from, you know, he's been, you know, in, uh, with the Vikings, with Kyle Rudolph, he's been with the Giants, with Evan Ingram, like guys like that. So I'm excited to get into that offense and kind of get going. And, um, like you were saying with year two, just being more comfortable, knowing more about the league, knowing more about, you know, just having a higher knowledge of the game. So I'm definitely pumped up about that. Have you, have you heard anything as far as mini camps or anything like that? Yeah. So, I mean, as far as right now, um, for as far as the veterans, we're in a virtual period where we do Zoom, Zoom meetings um, with our coaches up until I think it's May 18th is a date that they gave us. And then the NFL is going to reevaluate that at that point to see if we can go back into the facilities, maybe in small groups or whatever, to try to start getting um, physical work in 
um, with our coaches, et cetera. So, um, and as far as like rookies, they'll kind of have their own rookie mini camp, but it'll be virtually also until the further dates uh, in May. So that's where we're at right now. Do you think there's, I mean, like you said, a lot of, uh, the rookie stuff is it's a little it's a little different, right? The first year. Do you think that that's so kind of set them back by not being able to physically be in the facility and around guys and stuff? Yeah, I think maybe it might have a small part to play in it. Um, given that rookie minicamp is only like two or three days, you don't get a whole bunch of work in. Um, but I think you know definitely it depends on what type of learner you are. Um, if you can learn over over the um over the phone then then um then that's then that will um obviously help but if if it's hard for you to do that like me I'm a very visual learner so um with my coach like especially as a rookie it was super helpful for me to go in and be able to sit down with them and him draw it up on the board etc so um it just kind of depends on which kind of guy you are but I think they'll be able to adapt well with it and and make the best of it so Okay, uh, last question. Favorite brother? Oh, I, don't, I can't say I have a favorite brother. Um, the brother I'm closest with is my brother Chris, just because he was my high school coach. Like, he was involved all the way through with everything in my high school life. So, um, definitely super close with him. And um, my brother Willie, I'm super close with also, being that he lives in Denver with uh, now. So, um, both of those two are pretty close with. Okay, sorry, one more last one. Um, right. Best, best uh, Willie Fant senior story. Oh, uh, like involving football? Just in life, whatever football doesn't matter. I I would say when I was in little league, I was go, we were pulling up to a little league practice, and I was I was actually late that day. Um, I I don't remember what what made us late, but my dad was in a huge rush. And we were pulling up to this field, and there was this huge light pole, super tall light pole. And he's backing in and not paying attention, backed into it, and knocked it down, knocked the whole light pole down. And it made this big, like, made this huge sound. And everybody from the whole practice turned around and looked at us. And I was super embarrassed. And I got out the car and went to practice or whatever. But uh, it was super funny and uh, definitely embarrassing time. So, Okay. okay. Sorry. Last one here. Can can you still hoop? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I definitely can. I try to, um, you know, we're not allowed to, you know, full out go, right. but uh, I I definitely shoot around and stuff a little bit, so uh, I can definitely, you know, still get around a little bit. <laughs> All right, Noah. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. No problem. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across Greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402 390 4111.